Well, thanks for joining us for this week's Tech Law 10 podcast. I'm Jonathan Armstrong, usually of Cordray in London. We'll explain a bit more about that in a minute. And with me is Eric Sinrod, live from California. (laughs) Now, actually, Eric, as you know, I'm in Houston, Texas today. So I'm relatively speaking in your backyard compared with where I'd normally be. And I haven't seen much of the news today, but what I have seen seems to be getting a little bit ugly, certainly for Trump Jr., if not for Trump Sr. Now, I remember a couple of years ago, and we talked about it a bit, your prediction that uh, Hillary Clinton would have political issues with the leak of her emails. I invite you to address the political balance (laughs) by saying, does the Trump administration also have trouble with emails being the perpetual witness to wrongdoing? What do you think, Eric? You've almost answered the question, but thank you. I don't even need an invitation. And I hope you're wearing a cowboy hat down there in Houston and welcome to the United States. Uh, Well, first of all, folks, We're now approaching podcast 300. We rounded the bend. Your last one was 200. We're now on 201, and we will get to 300 before you know it. And I, of course, enjoy very much having this repartee with Jonathan on a frequent basis. So, yes, I can't remember the podcast number. You probably do because you have such a um, sharp mind. But well before the general election, um, early when, Hillary Clinton was the presidential candidate, I did prognosticate to my own chagrin that her private email server would be a problem. And as we know, that was an Achilles heel for her. And it even was a major factor in terms of Trump and his campaign and leading the cheers of lock her up, lock her up, as if there was some sort of a criminal violation. I talked about how there were problems in terms of our sunshine laws, the Freedom of Information Act. Okay, <clears throat> fast forward. Here we are. What's the breaking news Jonathan's referring to? Well, there's been an investigation or multiple investigations in terms of contact between uh, the Trump campaign and Russia in advance of the actual election. So what's coming up? Well, I believe it was the New York Times that revealed just a day or two ago that, in fact, There is an email uh, that includes Donald Trump Jr. uh, suggesting uh, a meeting uh, with certain folks uh, from Russia that potentially could provide information that would be damning of Hillary Clinton, the other presidential candidate from the Democratic side. And uh, reportedly, Donald Trump Jr. responded in email to the words to the effect of, I love it. Um, And then there was some colloquy going back and forth. And in fact, there was a meeting that included Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and also then campaign uh, chairman, if I'm getting this right, Paul Manafort. Um, You know, there were denials there was such a meeting. Then this was reported. The email came to light. Then there are no longer denials of the meeting. Uh, But there have been different uh, stories in terms of what was actually discussed, you know, whether it had to do with adoption, or maybe sanctions, um, but the email is there. And, you know, I've practiced law for, oh my gosh, I hate to say it, but I think 
and it goes to 35 years. Actually, I think it's 33 years. And we've seen in cases many times the hot email that will turn the case that is the smoking gun because it, you just can't deny it. It's right there. And these emails are fairly, uh, how should we say, not vague. Um, and we're going to see where this goes. You know, this email has, you know, raised this, this issue to yet one more level. Uh, I mean, it seems to me, without being too graphic, it's a little bit like the obverse of a Russian doll, this uh, <laughs> facade, isn't it? In, in that, um, in, in the, it, it's, you know, like a Russian doll where you, you go into the bigger doll and there's a slightly smaller doll inside and slightly smaller. Mm -hmm. Nothing doll, it, yeah. Yeah, it's the opposite, isn't it? You you think it's quite a small issue and you open it up and it becomes a bigger issue inside. And then inside that big issue, there's a bigger issue. And then the other thing, I wonder if it's different, is what you said about smoking gun and what I said when I started off, that, that email really tends to be the perpetual witness to wrongdoing. Nowadays, everybody is talking you know, through their keyboards or their thumbs on their handheld. And we have a permanent record of virtually everything that's said. Uh, even if you think it's been deleted, it can be forensically recovered. Uh, once upon a time, we used to just talk to one another and words would disappear mm -hmm. off in the ether. And to get smoking guns relating to words, there had to be formal memoranda or letters or notes, but now there's so much more and we're so used to doing it so quickly, including the president on Twitter, although I'm told that he doesn't actually do emails really, but I mean, he's tweeting to the world all the time. Um, and it's recorded. And so I guess the question is, there's more ability to find potential smoking guns. By the same token, there can also be sort of the, the numbness effect where people, you know, see so much that's sensationalized in these communications all the time on Facebook and on social media and elsewhere. They're like, so what? Uh, I, you know, that's not so sensational. We see it all the time. You get sort of numb to it. It's almost like if you go to a horror movie every single day, at some point you're just not scared when the skeleton comes out of the closet. For those of you who don't know the way in which we do these things, uh, every 100 podcasts, we give each other the topics in advance. And for the oh, remaining yeah. 99, this included, we, uh, we just ring each other and we pick a topic. So whilst you might think, as I do, that uh, Eric sounds very uh, eloquent and well-informed on this topic, I kid you not, we've spoken about it at about seven seconds notice. So I think when you know that, you, you know even, uh, even more how, how eloquent and informed you are on this topic, Eric, uh, as ever, but particularly on this. So I think this has Thank been you. fascinating. Obviously, it's an emerging story, and uh, it could be very consequential. The, uh, I'll, I'll just say as one aside, Houston's been quite a revelation to me. It's, I think it's the first place I've ever been in my life that on my first day here, I was called by a random person in a deli queue, a, um, a wet liberal, uh, only for <laughs> expressing the view that Brexit may not be a stunning idea. But uh, thankfully, we're not discussing Brexit. We are discussing American politics. All that remains, I think, is to thank you for listening. We'll be back to the normal routine by the next time you hear us. And we'll do the reverse. I'll say I'm Jonathan Armstrong, Jonathan.Armstrong at CaudryCompliance.com. And Eric, you can bring it home.
Okay, I'll just close it down by saying my email address is ejsinrod at dwaynemorris.com. But don't worry, any emails we have will be uh, pure as the white driven snow. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can find us on the usual social media outlets if we haven't said so already. Keep sending us topics. Uh, the news keeps breaking, and we're here with you. So, cheers. Bye now.